You found the taxi stand hour. Will you Who shut is up, man? Listen. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, hello there. Uh, thank you, uh, Professor Medley. Thank you, Gerald. Thank you, everybody who is listening on the uh, Radio TFI network. Right now, for whatever reason, I'm not able to connect to RadioTFI.com. I'm going to try something real quick. I'm going to stop this and... Uh, and uh, start it all over again here and uh, see if that doesn't make it. And that's just for the record. That's just for uh, my the Radio TFI listeners. So we're going to try that one more time and see if we can't hook up to it. If, uh, if you were hoping to catch this on Radio TFI, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to do it. Damn it. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Hey, thanks for joining me here. Nonetheless, uh, I will have the recording of this on um, the Radio TFI on the uh, SoundCloud page here uh, shortly. So just one thing, one more doggone thing to go wrong here. But uh, so we're recording that and, and everything will be everything will be just ducky here after it's all said and done. So I have checked this. Phone line does work, believe it or not. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 is the number. If you want to join in here and um, and uh, cover talk about anything that I'm going to cover, a couple of the things, of course, um, uh, you, you, you can't go, you can't go any further without talking the vice presidential debate between uh, Kamala Harris and Vice President Mike Pence. Um, it, it was a much if it was a much better debate in my opinion. Uh, even had a little bit of humor as uh, as Mike Pence had a little visitor come uh, rest on that snowy white head of his. Oh, and of course, you know, there's uh, everything, everything up and down. You know, you, <laughs> you you got the, oh, the fly is attracted to crap and this and that. And, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it was good for a couple of laughs. Unfortunately, what I, and I'll get to this here after a bit, but one of the things I am noticing is it seems like suddenly, my friends on the on the right there, the 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 Trump supporters, the ones 
I I have two different type of Trump supporters for friends. One of them is the um, is the one that is oh oh yeah Trump is you know damn you liberals damn you you uh, you know everything you know you guys are all for the Antifa and this and that and I tell you it gets boring listening to after a while. And then you got the kind that, well, you know, uh, they like Trump. They they like his, they like some of the things he is uh, credited for as far as the economy and what have you. Of course, if they'd sit down and listen to what is actually going on with the economy uh, with uh, Donald uh, Donald Trump in power, well, that's uh, that's an entirely different story. So. Uh, either way, folks, um, both sides suddenly have seemed to have lost their sense of humor. And we'll get to that here in a little bit. If you're listening, uh, uh you're listening on the stream or listening, uh, that's probably the only way you are able to hear me right now is on the stream. So let me know. What do you think? Uh, how did, uh, uh, how did um, Pence do? How do you think Pence did? How do you think Harris did? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was. I think it was actually a rel. You know, if if I'm going to be anything other than a cheerleader for Kamala Harris, I have to be somewhat honest. Pence uh, Pence had a reasonably good debate. You know, he did what he was there for to be the president shill. I mean. The uh, the lips are tightly sealed over uh, over Donald Trump's right uh, ass cheek, and that's all that's all is really expected of him, to tell you the truth. So we uh, we got what we expected from him. Uh, I I love the fact that uh, that Kamala Harris had some had some fire in her um, on a couple different occasions. Uh, uh Harris was was explaining a point or whatnot and uh Pence tried his best to imitate Donald Trump and interrupt and whatnot and she just said excuse me I'm speaking here now and it you know it worked and it didn't deteriorate into a pier six brawl like the um like the Biden Trump debate did so uh I'm kind of glad that's only one vice presidential debate. Uh, we were originally scheduled to have a uh, originally scheduled to have a second debate um, this next week, but because of the fact that your president still technically hasn't had a, a positive test since he was uh, or negative test, excuse me, since he. Um, since he tested positively for the uh, coronavirus and was hospitalized for it. So this is, uh, yeah, now, now you've, uh, uh, he doesn't uh, want to have what they suggested would be a virtual debate. There, this is not, uh, this is not a, uh, something new. I remember. Uh, well, I don't remember it, but Kennedy and Nixon had a had a virtual debate, and um, 
it, it's not like it's something new here. But Trump wants nothing to do with it. Trump wants, uh, I'm not going to waste my time in a virtual debate. Well, you know why he doesn't want to have a virtual debate? Because there'll be somebody in that video, in that Zoom room there, moderating it that can say, ah, not your turn right now, Trumpy boy. We go hit the little mute button. And you see, that was that has been Trump's strategy throughout this whole, through the process here. He did that. He showed his hand when he, um, at the first debate, when all he was doing was just interrupting and speaking over top and, and trying, what he was trying to do was he was trying to fluster Joe Biden. And, and you know what Joe Biden did, which I think was really cool in that debate, is he sat there and he stood right at that camera right there and he looked at the American people and he says, this is what's going to, tried to at least, this is what's going to happen in a Biden administration. Well, he tried to do that. Unfortunately, a lot of it came back saying, well, this is what you're going to get if you get, if we get four more years of Donald Trump. But the people need to know both. So I think that Kamala Harris was very good at expressing um, the Biden agenda, if you will. Uh, it's, it's hardly what I would call a um, radical left-leaning uh, uh, agenda by any stretch of the imagination. No, he's not supporting the Antifa crowd, the ones that want to uh, burn things down and what have you. Uh, he comes right out and says, listen, you're not going to do this. If you're in there, if you're looting, if you're rioting, you're destroying property, you will no questions asked. You will be arrested for it. Just hopefully that the police, when they're arresting these people, hopefully they will show the uh, uh, show the decorum and actually arrest them and not try to mace them to death or beat them to, beat them over the head with clubs and uh, that like uh, that type of thing. But yeah, if, if they're if they're rioting, if they're looting, they 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 need to be arrested. There's no no uh, question in my mind whatsoever, and there's no question in Joe Biden's mind. And I think that Kamala Harris did a real good job of letting letting the voters know that this is what you can expect. So I think it was a good debate, all in all. I, I like the fact that they were actually reasonably polite to each other on both sides. Uh, it was just when uh, the only time there were, there was a little, you'd have the tension was when, uh, quite frankly, when uh, Harris was just making sure, hey, listen, you're running over your time. It's my turn to talk now. And she fought for a right. You know, when, when the moderator tried to cut her off. She said, well, now, wait a minute. He talked for 45 seconds over his time. I want equal time. And she was absolutely right. That was her right to do so. And um, I think that, uh, I think she did a good job. I think that Pence did a respectable job. Um, 
could, dare I say, without having to burn my my uh, my liberal card here, dare I say that I'd never want to see a President Pence, but he wouldn't it it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world compared to what we're dealing with now here in America. So that's all that's all I'm gonna say about that for Pence, you know. I I don't have I don't have near the problem with Mike Pence that I have with Donald Trump. But then if you've listened to this show, if you've listened to it as many times as Ed and I have been on, and I have said on numerous occasions, and I'll say it again, that one of my biggest problems with Donald Trump was the fact that he, uh, I didn't like him back when he was uh, doing all this stuff with WWE for, you know, for crying out loud. He was a big showboat then. You know, he's getting big bill, you know, he's getting big billing uh, out, you know, with that. Uh, you know, there are just a moment on that thought. In, in the world of wrestling, and especially in WWE, there are guys that, you know, bite, scratch, and claw to get where they are in the business. And then you have Donald Trump that waves a little bit of cash in front of Vince McMahon, and all of a sudden Vince McMahon, hey, you could be a part of WrestleMania. You can be part of this script. I'll even let you clothesline me and beat the piss out of me. You know, so still love. The only thing I loved about that particular uh, that particular bit is when Stone Cold Steve Austin gave uh, Donald Trump the stunner. I <laughs> I think that come November 3rd, uh, America needs to give Donald Trump the stunner. And get him the hell out of office here. You know. Go let him convalesce uh, with his coronavirus. I, I, you know, I'm getting softer about him. You know, I've, I've said for a while I don't care if he lives or dies of this. He is the president as much as it pains me to say it. Uh, I'm not sending him prayers or thoughts and prayers or anything like that. But, I, you know, let's let him get through this so... He can't bitch and moan if he if he does survive this and he can't bitch and moan. Well, Joe Biden took advantage of a situation. He should have he should have let me he should have let us postpone the election for a month or so until I was back 100 percent. Hey, Trump, you were the dummy that uh, decided you wanted to go everywhere without mask on and hang out in close quarters and throw rallies uh, that. Um, you had no busy business throwing. So that's how I feel about that. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. At Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter. Um, You could also send a little message here, uh, I believe, with Facebook. Facebook's usually pretty good about relaying the messages uh, that uh, people send. Um, and so is Periscope for that matter to, to what I can tell. So, so there you have that. Um, of course the star of the, the star of the debate, raise your hand. If you think the fly 
was the star of the debate. I could not believe when I saw that. And I've been watching this thing, and somebody mentioned on Twitter, just not more than about 30 seconds before this happened, somebody mentioned um, uh, Mike Pence's cotton Q-tip white hair, you know, and all of a sudden, it, it couldn't have been any more pronounced. If Even if, if Pence had just a little bit dar of darkness in his hair, just a little blackness, a little brown in his hair, that fly wouldn't have been near as obvious. But that black fly stood out <laughs> like you wouldn't believe on that hair. And it just kind of danced around a little bit. Then it kind of stood there. And I was kind of thinking to myself for a minute or two, thinking, well, if this thing gets stuck, you know, I mean, you know, it isn't like he probably, I don't think he uses a whole lot of hair product. I mean, his hair is only, you know, an inch or two in length. So I, I can't imagine what would have caused the fly to stick, but it was there for a little while. And you, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't help, but want to get, uh, uh, just take a fly swatter, splat it in his hair. Hey, uh, well, there's an old friend that I haven't uh, heard from in a while. My my buddy from over in the UK, Mr. Thomas Shaw. Uh, he's saying good morning. I forget. Yeah, it is morning time there in uh, in uh, the UK at this point. Rolando's ch uh, chiming in. Uh, good evening, sir. And yes, Biden's already selling fly swatters as a fundraiser. You're absolutely right. Ten bucks a pop. But they're already sold out, man. They are already sold out. I, I, wa I want me one of those. So it, Christmas is coming, folks. Christmas is coming. So just remember your boy here. When it comes around to Christmas, I want a, uh, I want a fly swatter with Biden and Harris 2020 on that fly swatter. So... So do I have anybody, uh, do I have any Republicans here? Any Trump supporters in the office, in the audience? Uh, looking at who I think is all here, I my guess is going to be no. But I'm going to tell you something here, folks. I honestly think, I honestly think that the right wing, the Trumpies, are starting to lose their sense of humor. You know, everybody thinks it's real funny, you know, when Trump's calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and, you know, Hillary Clinton, Crooked Hillary, and Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. Oh, you guys thought that was, uh, you, you guys thought that was all a hoot. You thought that was just the greatest thing. Now, all of a sudden, I'm noticing I've had a couple of different Trumpies. Ken Coons is on saying he's spying on me. Well, you wouldn't be the first and probably won't be the last. You're gonna report to uh you're gonna report to Trump when it's all said and done. Okay. Here's the wrists. Lock it up. <laughs> Thomas says he'll mail me a fly swatter. You are you are you are golden there, uh, Thomas. If you do, thank you very much. I would definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate it. For those, 
Um, I I haven't spoke to Thomas much over time. The young man now, let's see, Jesus, man, has that been? That's been, four, when was it that you came to, uh, came to the uh, Twin Cities here? That was got to have been about four years ago, four or five years ago that uh, you came here. And you, you were looking for you were looking for a cab, you were looking for a, a driver to take you around different places and whatnot. And so I was there for him and and took him a lot of places. The man, God bless his soul, spent a ton of money, a ton of an obscene amount of money uh, taking cabs back and forth to different places. But I think he got to see uh, quite a bit of the uh, Twin Cities metro area. Uh, uh, quite a, and I, I think I, I think I did pretty good by him here. So he got to experience a lot of stuff here. Got to, uh, he went to a Minnesota Wild hockey game. He he loves hockey. Um, I tell you something, there, uh, Thomas. They're they're actually they're going through some serious rebuilding. They got rid of a bunch of players, man. So. I sure, uh, I sure hope they're going to be okay going forward here. But you never, you never know about these things. But uh, definitely welcome aboard. And you know, man, if you hey, you want to send me that fly swatter, I'll be more than happy to accept it and give you a big fat thank you for doing so. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Uh, everything kind of is pointing towards the fact that we probably are only going to be on for a half an hour. That's kind of the plan with this. Uh, when you don't do have, you don't have commercials, you don't take breaks and what have you. It's tough. It is really, really tough to try to carry on a a one hour uh, monologue, or and heaven forbid the the Saturday show. By the way, Saturday show hasn't changed any. We're still. Ed and I are going to be on for two hours during the Saturday show. We call it the Mothership Show, and that starts um, that starts at what time does that start? That starts at ten a.m. Eastern time, uh, nine o'clock my time, six o'clock uh, as uh, Ed would call it, uh, or stupid o'clock out on the West Coast. So, uh, yeah, that would be. If you ever get a get a wild hair, that's about. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's about six o'clock your time there, Thomas. Uh, no, I'm wrong. It's about two or three o'clock if I'm not mistaken your time. Um, if you ever want to tune into a uh, tune into a morning uh, one of our morning shows here, so. But like I was saying, the. The Republicans seem to have, the Trump supporters at least, have really seemed to have lost their sense of humor over this. Like I said, they they have, you know, they were great in, you know, the whole lock her up, lock her up with Hillary Clinton. And, you know, Hillary's this, Hillary's that. And then, of course, you know, Obama got included in it and what have you. We are not, but just just for just for a clarification here, the individuals who are running for president 
on major party tickets are Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Barack Obama isn't running. Hillary Clinton isn't running. None of these people are running for president. Focus what you've got to say on what you have at hand. Now, if you think that something, if Hillary did something wrong, uh, well, roll the dice. You know, Trump's been Trump's been president now for three years plus. You know, he's had his chance. God knows he hasn't done anything else for this country. So he, you know, roll the dice, man. If 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 you think Obama did something wrong or illegal, roll the dice. Do what you have to do. You know. And this whole crap in the debate about um about um Pence saying or and I think Pence wouldn't have had it. It wasn't an original Pence thought. I'm sure it was Donald Trump that basically steered him down this way. They're saying that the uh uh they're they're saying Rolando, you caused me to lose my train of thought here. Three word chance all Trumpsters can handle. Yeah, that's that that's that's true. That that's very true. Either four more years or lock her up. There's probably a couple of other ones that I'm uh, that I'm missing here, but um, oh, I know what I was. He's all they're all up in arms now, thinking that if um, if Miss Coney uh, Barrett, uh, if she gets she winds up as a justice on the Supreme Court, then the Democrats are going to stack the uh, are going to try to add more seats to the uh, to the uh, um, to the Supreme Court. I didn't even know you could do that, to be honest with you. I had no idea that you're gonna you could do that. You know what? That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Yeah. Democrats control the uh, Democrats control the um, the uh, will control the Senate. Hopefully, the presidency control the House. Um, make Mitch McConnell uh, have to uh, um, have to answer to. Um, Oh my goodness! Now I can't think of her name. Help me out here. The one that uh, Elizabeth Warren. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Here, actually, yeah, nobody helped me with that. I got that on my own. But yeah, yeah. Let's let let's let Trump have to answer to Elizabeth Warren in the Senate, um, and let McConnell have to answer. And forget Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is history. Lindsey Graham, let's let's face it, he's lose. He is, uh, he is crying like a baby because he is losing that election. So, uh, that's going to be fun to see him see him go. I don't see it going any other way. Um, Trump is Trump is pulling out his uh, advertising dollars in an area that was his stronghold here in the Midwest. Uh, he's starting. He is starting to realize what is. He's realizing what's happening here. He is going to be a one-term wonder. 
And for all of you, by the way, that are saying, oh, that, oh, poor Trumpy, you know, all that's all they've been doing is focusing on, on him and focusing on defeating him. Anybody remember what Mitch McConnell said back when, when Obama was elected? That was his number one goal. That was his number one goal, uh, was McConnell's number one goal to make Barack Obama a one-term president, bar none. No question about it. That is what, uh, that was the plan here, folks. And it is so funny. It is so much fun to see the, uh, see the shoe coming down on the other foot now. So I don't feel sorry for any of them. You know, you had a chance. There's a lot of them. I, hell, Lindsey Graham uh, was saying how crooked uh, Trump was when he first started running. They were all trying to get him to drop out, but he would. He would. He stayed with it. He stayed with it, and you know, he definitely has the perseverance. I'll, I'll give him that. But when he's competing against a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of Republicans who really have no uh, have have just they have no bit they have no business being in office to tell you the truth. Uh, Lisa Ramirez, thank you for the comment. Just flat out failed. That's the word she uses. Failed. I hope you're talking about Donald Trump and not me. By the way, just uh, just uh, wanted to be did want to be clear on that. <laughs> oh my goodness, folks! I I tell you, this has been this was kind of a chore. I I. When I first got going here, I was having issues with the phone line, having issues with this, that, and the other thing. And I was starting to get a little, I was getting a little mad. I was gritting my teeth a little bit. Finally got everything, got everything to work. Looks like everything is working okay, except for the fact that I could not stream on Radio TFI itself. But, hey, I appreciate everybody who has... Um, listened and watched this, watched me and my my uh, five-day under-chin growth here. Eh, I'll wait till it gets a little longer. I don't shave anymore. I just take the clippers and just, just, like, just like trimming sheep. And once a month or so, the wife takes the stuff off top. Got the plan all set. Doesn't cost me a dime. So... Well, you know what, folks? I think unless uh, unless I get some more. Um, oh, thank you for clarifying that, Lisa. Thank you very much for clarifying that. Mitch failed in making Obama a one-term president. You are absolutely right. So I want to say goodbye here, folks. Thank you for listening. And uh, hey, we'll catch you Saturday, hopefully, on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Until then, I got the money. <laughs>